Test. Test the mic. Test. Mic check. Sounds good. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And of course, of course, I have a great vlog for you. So I had to go look for a new hat. This is a story that you probably won't care about. I was wearing a clutch hoodie, or in fact, I still am wearing a clutch hoodie. And then I was wearing a clutch hat. And I was walking around today like clutchsuperfan99 at gmail.com. And so I had to go get a different hat. And I realized, hey, I have a poorhouse hat. So that's that's the story of the hat. But whatever. Welcome. Welcome to the vlog, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again. Let me get out my vlog notes. But as usual, I always have my vlog notes out to begin with. Got a whole mess of stuff to talk about this week. There's going to be some first impressions. There's going to be beer. There is going to be retro vaping. There is going to be possibly reviews for things that never got reviews. We're going to be announcing the giveaway Winner for the BB-8 mod stand that ended, and I'm going to announce the winner in this vlog. I do have just a whole mess of stuff to talk about. Firstly, I want to say yes. In last week's Monday, Mod Monday video, I was incorrect in my calculations of watt hours for the H-Cigar VT200. And it was like the world stopped turning or something for these people. Like, there was one dude who, like, straight up unsubscribed. And not only that, he made it a point to write a paragraph about telling me why he was unsubscribing because I fucked up the watt hours of the VT200. If you're getting your panties in this much of a bunch from watching a vape video on YouTube, forget it. Forget it. That's dumb. That's dumb to get that worked up. I realized my mistake uh, before I published the video. I made an annotation in the video and I made a, an explanation in the description. There you go. That was me correcting myself for my mistake. I uh, am bound to make mistakes from time to time. These things happen and uh, you just have to correct yourself, learn from your mistakes and move on. So that's that's what happened. Sorry, everybody, I was wrong about the watt hours. I will not make that mistake in the future. People, man, people were getting woo, super worked up. Also, I got hit by a dislike bot. Can you believe it? So there are, in the vape world, not in the vape world, why am I saying that? In the internet world, there are bots, okay? You can use and purchase said bots on the internet. You can just Google YouTube bot, and there are mountains of them. So usually on a video, when I upload a review video, I get like maybe 10 to 12 dislikes per video. And that is just normal. Like that's something that happens every video. There's a bunch of likes and then there's like usually between I think the lowest I've seen it is like 5 or 6 and the highest I've seen it is like 14 or 15. 
and suddenly I'm looking at my analytics on YouTube and there's this huge spike and it's like you have 487 dislikes and I'm like what what when did that happen so Google lets you see what region is disliking your video like what country so I can go to the UK and see how many of these dislikes came from the UK I can go to Ireland I can go to America Mexico Alaska the Philippines anywhere you can see who is disliking your video and so I clicked on the video and it was the Dovpo Guardian uh, 1.5 video that's the video that had the 400 plus dislikes all of those dislikes came from Vietnam and so there's either 400 people in Vietnam that really hate that video or I got hit by a dislike bot and unfortunately YouTube won't do anything about it they won't rectify it you can't argue with it you just lay back and accept it and go bah all right well that video got fucking 400 dislikes from a bot that someone purchased and they decided to run it on that video and give me 400 dislikes all from vietnam so what the fuck ever i don't even care that was uh that kind of made me upset so moving forward i do want to talk about what i've been vaping this week first thing uh seriously seriously nobody is going to be surprised by this and if you're surprised by this then welcome to the vlog noisy cricket uh jabo indestructible dhd top cap on top still running that dual fuse clapton team single coil with the uh grim cult yig juice this is all nice and juicy it's i've said this week after week after week just a good, great, reliable vape that I really, really like. Man, that single coil on a series box, oh, it's just a good vape. Yeah, Noisy Cricket, Indestructible, DHD, Grim Colt Yig, uh, this is my jam. I just, I really just want to take this everywhere in the world with me. I've been using this uh, RX200 Relow quite a bit, not in temperature control mode or anything. 70 watts, and this is the new... Vapeston Ceramicus tank that I talked about last week that does still have a horrible name and it still is really, really difficult to fill. I've kind of worked a little way to fill it, which I hope to show you guys in the full video. As the jury's still out, I'm still deciding the vape that I get from it is great. It's just really hard to refill, just really very hard to refill. But the vape I get on it is great. Now, I accidentally mixed Lane Cove Mai and Lane Cove Alice in the same tank, and it's delicious. So Alice Mai, I'm calling it I. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Let me know what you think. Ruby Roo is that a good name for the for your juice mishmash? Really good vape I'm getting from this. Uh, 0.3 ohms, 4.5 volts, 70 watts. Thick, dense clouds, nice, rich flavor on there. One of the other things I've been running, Zurich Xbox, uh, Tactical Warhead from Continuous Current, and some juice from a company called Wick Liquor. And it's a pun. Oh, it's a pun. It's Wick Liquor. Like liquor? Like bourbon? Wick Liquor. This is called Carnival. And I got this at the Vape Fest Ireland. And I, when I first tasted it, at the meat, it was really, really good. And then I got it home, dad, it was still really, really good. And when I first tasted it, I was like, oh, this is like a super fruity flavor. It's just really sweet and fruity, right? So I go to the Wick Liquor site, 
and it says, okay, premium quality boutique e-juice, sure. Uh, crafted in the lab, okay. Flavor profile for Carnival, Santa Monica glazed donut rings. Oh, this tastes literally nothing like a donut to me. It's good. I mean, I the bottle is, you can see I have maybe three mils left in there. It's really, really good. I've been vaping through it like crazy. I still taste, still, even after reading that description, I taste like a sweet, fruity flavor and not like a sugar skull cake. They say Santa Monica glazed donut with cholo sugar skull cake. I don't know exactly what that means. I've never had a sugar skull cake. Maybe there's fruit in that and that's where I'm getting the fruit from. All I taste is sweet, delicious fruitiness. This is uh, .11. I have it on... I don't know, a color on the Zurich Xbox. I think I'm going to be doing a review for this uh, next week on Mod Monday. Zurich Xbox. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's so, so good. Last thing I've been using. Now, we're going to talk about this atomizer in the first impressions. This is the Aeolus V2 Light? What makes it light? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait till the first impressions. Aeolus V2 Light, uh, dot mod drip tip, cult mods, dual parallel, unregulated box. And I've been rocking it with uh, Wanderlust Ruby Cream Juice. And I know, oh, there's a reviewer named Ruby Roo. There's going to be all sorts of jokes about Ruby Cream. Don't. It's just a really delicious juice. Wanderlust Vapor. I believe it's like a strawberry. You know what? F it. Let's, let's find out. Let's go to Google Wanderlust Vapor and uh, let's actually see what the flavor profile is of Ruby Cream is. I know what I get out of it. I get like strawberry and like low notes, like darker berries, like blackberries and raspberries in it. Um, not really sweet, more like a really natural flavor. Uh, let's find Ruby Cream. Where are you at, Ruby Cream? Ruby Cream, strawberries folded into rich milk, malt, and cream. Okay, so it's like a strawberry malt cream juice. It's. I think it's really, really good. I got this bottle a couple days ago, and much like the Wick Liquor, it's it's basically gone. It's basically done. Tomorrow is going to be my big uh, my big rebuild day, and I'm gonna try a whole bunch of new flavors, a whole bunch of new juices. It's good. And you know what? This Aeolus, that juice is really good. Pardon me while I partake again. So yeah, that's what I have been vaping this week. So moving forward, one thing that I wanted to talk about, and it's going around everywhere, and there's not anything that I'm going to add to the story that is going to be of any value. We've all been talking about diacetyl for what seems like forever here in the vape world. Diacetyl, diacetyl, it's bad. I want to see test results. I want to see this. I want to see that. Now there's lawsuits against five pawns. And oh no, Suicide Bunny, they're still using diacetyl and diacetyl and diacetyl. Diacetyl is fucking everywhere right now. Popcorn lung. That's the big buzzword. Popcorn lung. In fact, I'm going to try to work popcorn lung into the title of this vlog video so that this video comes up when people search popcorn lung. There was a great article that was uh, published on thedailycaller.com. It was talking about how 
the media is totally exaggerating a study on the risk of popcorn lung from e-cigarettes. It's just a fantastic article. It starts off and says a Harvard study claiming most e-cigarette brands expose users to harmful chemicals, omits crucial information, and exaggerates the risk of flavored e-cigarettes, according to tobacco control experts. This is according to tobacco control experts. This isn't coming from within the industry. This isn't, uh, you know, Dimitri going, oh, well, that's wrong. Or this isn't anybody else going, oh, well, that's wrong in the industry. This is someone outside of the industry saying, well, that's, that's wrong. That's insanely exaggerated. The researchers found one or more of the three chemicals and 92% of the 51 unique flavors of e-liquid. Diacetyl is often a bouquet. Diacetyl is identified in 39 of 51 flavors, 75% of the total. It goes on and on to talk about popcorn lung, the history of popcorn lung, what Dr. Farsalinos has to say about popcorn lung, and then it finishes up by saying, Earlier this year, a dozen public health groups endorsed Public Health England's briefing, estimating vaping to be approximately 95% less hazardous than smoking. Their assessment left room for some unknown risk from ingredients like flavorings. Good. Done. Done. What they don't uh, mention in all of these big sensationalist headlines that you see out there about vapors getting popcorn lung and this, that, and the other is... There is diacetyl, yes, the same diacetyl, in cigarettes. And not only that, it's a hundred times more diacetyl in cigarettes than could ever possibly be in e-liquid. And have you ever, in the history of time, ever heard of a smoker getting popcorn lung? No, you haven't. At the end of the day, yeah, I probably feel a little bit more comfortable in my tobacco harm reduction not vaping diacetyl juices. As much as I love creamy, nice, buttery flavors, it's probably best to avoid diacetyl. And in the same token, there are <laughs> there's hundreds and hundreds of more micrograms of diacetyl in cigarettes than there are in e-liquid. Additionally, there was another thing, blog entry, published from the Drip Club. And it, this one's fancy. It's got graphs, and it has the Harvard and what Dr. Farsalinos found and what was found, par pardon me, in the popcorn factory. And cigarettes have, on average, 336 micrograms of diacetyl. Dr. Farsalinos found an average of 50, 56 micrograms of diacetyl per 5 mils of vaporized e-liquid, which is so low. That's such a low number. The, the thing is, we don't even really know 100%, and I'm not, I hate to deal in absolutes. I'm not a Sith. I hate to deal in absolutes, but we don't know really at the end of the day if diacetyl is even that bad for you matt, matt now matt has matt from suck my mod has a great great video so i'm just going to link in the description to his video but he touches on this very subject it is a brilliant brilliant video everything I could have said he said it and he said it better and so I'm just gonna link in the description to to Matt's video regarding diacetyl and uh, and call it a day and just I'm gonna leave you with some information yes you should probably not vape diacetyl if you want to reduce 
your harm, okay? But we don't know how bad diacetyl is. There's a lot of juice companies. The majority of juice companies aren't even using diacetyl, and there's you know, a hundred times more diacetyl in cigarettes than there is in any sort of e-liquid. So that Harvard study was blown way out of proportion. It's super inaccurate. I am going to leave you links to the Drip Club's blog, as well as to the dailycaller.com where they have an article on it, as well as to Matt uh, from Suck My Mod, his great rant on it. Matt, the beard, looking looking super strong. So moving on from diacetyl, man, I can't even, I feel like I talked about diacetyl so many times over the last couple, I mean, over the last year, I feel like I've talked about diacetyl so much that it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Now there's a couple subjects that I wanted to talk about in this vlog and I'm just not going to have the time. I might, uh, no, I don't know. I can't, I can't get this subject in. The subject that I wanted to talk about was uh, there was kind of this big hubbub uh, I saw on uh, Facebook regarding women in vaping and how men are pigs and we only want to see boobies and that's the role women that's the role of women in vaping is boobies and blah 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 like some weird feminist stuff and ah, I thought it was a, a really interesting subject, but I can't I don't have the time to go into it right now, and I may not in the next vlog, so whatever. It's a subject that's always gonna be around. It's not a pressing issue right now. I just thought it was something that was really interesting to talk about. So we might have to wait until after the new year before we uh, before we get into that. One thing I do want to touch on before we get to the beer segment is a fellow named Andrew wrote to me and says, Hey Nick, big flan big flan. Hey Nick, big fan and weekly vlog lover. I just wanted to share with you some positive things that have been happening here in the Ohio vape scene. This past week, a uh, this past week a billboard was recently put up digitally. This has been entirely funded by local shops and individual members from Central Ohio vape community. It costs around two thousand four hundred dollars a month, and we're trying to raise enough to keep it going here. Logically locally what why can't i read this has been entirely funded by local shops and individual members of the central ohio vape community it costs around two thousand four hundred dollars a month and we're trying to raise enough money here to keep it going locally dot 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 and hopefully put up more around the midwest i thought this would be an interesting thing just to give a shout out or mention in the future vlog as something positive in terms of advocacy our industry greatly needs i personally am not responsible for organizing this billboard so if any names are mentioned the credit should go to james jarvis and randy lynn uh this is the gofundme for the campaign so sure there's a gofundme Save the vape. If you feel like donating money to Ohio and the Ohio vape scene, or if you're in Ohio and you want to help out your local vape scene, they did. They put up a billboard for not blowing smoke. It reads, vaping is a consumer-created solution to the tobacco problem, notblowingsmoke.org, and then they have the link to the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe directly goes to keeping the billboard up. It's like the billboard's advertising for itself. Like, you see a billboard and it advertises for, like, car tires or McDonald's or something else. This billboard is literally 
advertising for itself. It's like, keep this billboard here. Go fund me. <laughs> anyway, that's interesting. So I'll post a link in the description, absolutely. Andrew to the GoFundMe.com backslash save the vape. If you're in the Ohio area and you want to see that billboard stay up along with maybe other billboards go up. So yeah, good stuff. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew, so much for uh, for sending that my way. So we already talked about what I've been vaping. We already talked about diacetyl just a little bit. Oh, that popcorn lung that we're all going to die of. Uh, we talked about why I was wrong about <laughs> water. Our <coughs> we talked about why I was wrong about what hours. So what I want to do now, we're like 19, 20 minutes into the vlog. Let's go over to the beer section. What, you think I'm not going to do a Stormtrooper gag on the day before The Force Awakens comes out? <clears throat> Alright, well let's taste some beer. So this beer, this beer that I have is uh, a very sentimental beer to me. I first had it when I was at Vape Mania, the first Vape Mania actually in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And I've had it at every subsequent Vape Mania and Vapor Slam event that's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. They're moving it, so hopefully they, whatever bar that is nearby the new Vapor Slam will still have this. This is the Duck Rabbit Milk Stout, the Dark Beer Specialist, made in Farmville, North Carolina. This is one of the things, you know, in addition to many things, that I really looked forward to. Going to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, was getting to taste this delicious Duck Rabbit. Now let me click over to... Uh, let me click over and see if this is actually on the Beer Advocate site. Wow, not bad at all. It's got an 86% over there on the Beer Advocate site. Um, this was this was a Christmas gift from the very, very lovely Miss Cheeksy Vape. She sent me a Christmas uh, package, had uh, the Duck Rabbit Milk Stouts, had two of them. I already drank one. And it had the uh, had a Stormtrooper bobblehead. This is the, you know, the Star Wars Episode 7, you know, First Order Stormtrooper bobblehead. So, you know what? That is just a uh, that's just awesome. Let me put her let me put him back. Just warms my heart and uh we drank these beers together in in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Thankfully, there's no there's no uh, cork on top. All it is is a cap, and I get to use my fancy sex toy bottle opener to open it. I'm not going to be pouring it into a tulip glass tonight. This is going into a more traditional pint-style glass. This is a founder's glass. Now, this beer is dark. This beer is just super, super dark. Yeah. Look at that. Look how, <laughs> look how dark this beer is. It is super dark, and I am just... Oh, so excited to to taste it. Now, they call it Duck Rabbit because of the label. You see how it looks like a rabbit if you look at it like this, and then it looks like a duck if you look at it like this. Is everybody seeing the Duck Rabbit optical illusion there? Anyway, I just thought that was funny. And uh, honestly, I only tried this beer because when we went to this, uh, what was the name of that restaurant? Oh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant. I'm sorry. When we went to this restaurant after one of the, you know, one of the days of the event. I wanted a really, that's all I've been craving all day was like a dark, like a really dark beer, like a milk stout. This was the milk stout on the menu. So I was like, Duck Rabbit, done. Let's do it. Enjoy the show. And uh, that's what I got. Beer Advocate says the Duck Rabbit Milk Stout is a traditional full-bodied stout brewed with lactose, milk sugar, 
Uh, because lactose is unfermentable by brewer's yeast, it remains in the beer. The subtle sweetness and fullness of flavor imparted by the sugar balances the sharpness of the highly roasted grains and gives this delicious beer its dark black color. All year long, Milk Stout is our number one selling beer. Now, I want to see what the top reviewers on Beer Advocate have to say. Sour Milk Stout, highly lactic. Yogurt suggests improvement to... It suggested improvement is to regain control over that. What the fuck does that even mean? Beyond that aspect, a decent drinker of milk and coffee, so-so. Not one I would drink again. Dark brown with a thin, creamy topping, aroma, subtle carbonation. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> That's how he signed his, his review. Thanks, Ken. Uh, I feel like he is wrong in his assumptions. I mean, it's all subjective. It's all personal opinion, so he's not really really wrong uh anyway i i really like this i it's a great milk stout it's really sweet it's really creamy it's a very robust uh full bodied beer and i'm just a big fan so cheers here's to you happy holidays everyone yeah oh my god it's such a good beer it is such a good beer this could be like in every day for me, I could have like a 24 pack of my fr in the, of this in my fridge, and just literally drink it every day. It's just so freaking delicious. If you're in the North Carolina area, find it, find it, buy it, and then go home, put it in the fridge, and then maybe a couple hours later, take it out and drink it because it's just so delicious it's so well balanced it feels thick in your mouth it feels like it has a nice big body on it very low carbonation and all you get is that strong really strong stouty like creamy milk stout flavor that uh that i love the you know one of my other favorite milk stouts is the uh samuel smith samuel smith has a great great milk stout and this this is a delicious milk stout Mm-hmm. What would I even pair with this? You know what I think would pair? Well, of course, first let's try Gig. Um, I kind of feel like I have to pair every beer that I get with Yig just because it's like my beer pairing juice is Yig. I just like to try Yig with everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, sorry, I'm getting texted. That was my buddy Sean informing me that he is picking up our Star Wars Episode 7 tickets tomorrow. You see, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I know Sean. And Sean knows a person who gets early tickets to The Force Awakens. So the day that the trailer dropped and they announced the tickets, uh, Sean texted me. He's like, don't even worry about it. There's no need to buy them. We won't have to wait in line. I have a client. We're getting tickets, and we're going to see it a day early. So the 17th today, hopefully as you're watching this, I will be enjoying Force Awakens in my uh, in my face, in my childhood, in my childhood face. But that's what I got. Uh, we're actually going to try to dress up. This is completely off topic of the beer. We're going to get there early to hang out, to wait in whatever line that there might be for the day early tickets. And uh, 
we both dress up like uh, the the whole the whole classy stormtrooper thing. If you're at the first VaporCon, it's like the stormtrooper helmet, but like you know a suit and tie, like very classy stormtrooper. Anyway, that's what I'm going for. So Yig with this beer, uh, it's decent. It's not amazing. If this was my only choice, I'd be like done. It's a pretty good pairing. Pretty good. It's a pretty good pairing, but you know what I think would go really great with this is my just abomination of a juice that is Lane Cove Mai and Lane Cove Alice mixed in the same tank. I think this is gonna be I think this is gonna be a really, really good pairing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is a great pairing. Ruby. Ruby, this is your homework. Go find some duck, 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 duck rabbit. Stutter! Go find some duck rabbit milk stout. Mix some Mai and some Alice in a tank. Vape it and then drink your beer with it. And then that's it. You'll just be in heaven. It's just a really good pairing. Damn good. Damn, damn, damn good. Damn hell ass good. Anyway, good stuff. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I got for beer right now. What we're going to do after beer is shout outs. It's shout out time. All right, so we do have a couple shout outs to do here. So my first shout out comes from, uh, well, it turns out his name is Jake, but he first messaged me uh what, five days ago, something like that on, you know, he emailed me and he says, hey man, uh, my buddy would not let me get it on my neck, but the Grim Army logo is getting tattooed on my calf as we speak. And I was like, what? And then he sent me along the pictures, and sure enough, this dude got the Grim Army logo, large, tattooed on his calf. Jake, that is amazing. I think that is so badass that is a surefire surefire way to get shouted out jake surefire way to get shouted out uh, you will instantly get a shout out if you get the grim army logo tattooed on you i just think that's so cool and it looks so cool when i saw it i'm like damn it i want to get the grim army logo tattooed on me uh, i want to get tattooed in general but I do want to get the Grim Army logo tattooed on me. Jake, that is above and beyond. You have earned my respect and many, many bro fists and shout outs just for years on end. I am completely honored and completely humbled that you have my Grim Army logo tattooed large. It's pretty large on your calf. I think that is, I think that is just so effing cool. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, thank you. All right, so the next shout-out comes from Ashley. Ashley writes to me and says, Hi, Nick. My name is Ashley. I'm 24 years old, and my boyfriend vapes. I knew nothing about vaping until we got together. When we first met, he chewed, and as much as I liked him, I wasn't about that life. <laughs> A little bit after we met, I found out he quit and started to vape. I wasn't sure what it was all about, but I learned 
pretty quickly. Sorry, burps everywhere. Sorry, Sheik. Sorry, Ashley. Right in the middle of your shout-out. He was so passionate about it and excited to tell me about it. He started showing me your videos on YouTube, and even though I'm not into vaping, they were really fun to watch. He is a big fan of yours. We went to ECC this year, and I was so surprised and a bit overwhelmed to see how big the event actually was. I don't do crowds well, but I wanted to learn more about what he was so excited about. I don't vape, and I went along, but I went along to support his hobby. I guess, or lifestyle, haha. Ha. He was a little disappointed he didn't get to meet you or see you there. He would have loved to say hi and maybe get a picture. Now, I don't know what I'm asking here really, but if he could get a shout out in one of your next videos or an autograph or something, that would be so amazing. His name is Matthew Todd Johnson. I love him very much and he works really hard and I just wanted to reach out to you and take a chance. Hope this email finds you well. Hope you're having a good day. Absolutely. Ashley and Matthew, you are both shouted out, and you're absolutely right. ECC is crazy. I'm not entirely surprised that we didn't run into each other at ECC. I was pretty much confined to the cosmic fog hall that's just where I was most of the time like going back and forth between like local vape and anarchist and going over to craving vapor where Ruby Roo and all the craving vapor people were like that was my path I kept going back and forth between there there was one point at the day me and Amanda snuck out and went to hall 10 where they had air conditioning just for no other reason than to stand in the air conditioning because the air conditioning in these event halls sucked bad and it was so hot in there so depending on where you guys were I'm not super surprised that we didn't run into this needle in a haystack situation man there's thousands of people there and I'm one dude and I'm running around like a crazy person like a chicken with my head cut off and so hopefully next time we can make it happen uh, I will be a little bit more specific about where I'm possibly going to be at the event so that uh, we can hang out meet share a vape share a little rap session and do whatever it is that we uh, that we vapors do but absolutely Ashley and Matthew, you are both shouted out. All right, well, we got some time for, you know, a couple more shout outs. Hey, Nick, my name is Josh. Josh writes to me and says, Hey, Nick, my name is Josh, otherwise known as Fat Powda by my coworkers and friends. I just wanted to say, say thank you for your videos. I've been watching you for about two years now, and a lot of my knowledge has come from you. I was finally able to land a job working at a vape shop. Now I can finally say that I have my dream job and never really work a day in my life. If you would be so kind, I'd like to give a huge shout out to all my coworkers and friends at Unreal Vapors in Delaware and one of my, my regulars by the name of Rich. He began making box mods and over the course of less than a month, he's cranking out some quality stuff. I'll link below to his Facebook page if you would like to include it in the vlog. Absolutely. I appreciate you reading. Please keep making the videos. I couldn't live without the weekly vlog. I... I, Josh, I think you could live without the weekly vod, but abs absolutely... Fat powder, that's what they call you. P hat fat. P H A T powder. P O W D A. Fat powder. Josh, you are shouted out. Your all your friends, all your coworkers, and your regular named Rich. You were guys all shouted out, and I'll post a link in the description. Let's see. This is uh, unki unique unique. Oh, it's unique. I get it. It's unique spelled incorrectly. Unique mod works. Uh, looks like he's doing some. Hammond box type of box mod stuff looking like box mods. All right, I'll link in the description 
to Unique Mod Works, courtesy of Mr. Josh over there at uh, Unreal Vapors in Delaware. Absolutely. Got another shout out here from a fellow named Patrick. Patrick writes to me and says, Hi Nick, I just wanted to thank you for inspiring me to quit smoking. I smoked for 30 years at a pack and a half a day. I tried every way to quit smoking, including nicotine patches, nicotine gum, nicotine inhaler, and Chantix. Did you ever take Chantix to quit smoking? If not, be thankful that you didn't take it, as it caused me to have suicide thoughts. Suicidal thoughts. One day I was making a sandwich. God, I love sandwiches. When I had the very strong urge to slit my wrists. Thankfully, my wife came into the kitchen while I was having this urge, or I might have actually gone through with it. I was watching your videos on YouTube that showed me electronic cigarettes, and I have been watching your videos for quite some time. find them very entertaining and informative. I also wanted to say that my wife supports me vaping because it saved my life. She also loves the smell of my e-liquid. She calls them mini air fresheners. That's right. If you could please give a shout out to my wife uh, for how she supports me during for how she supports me vaping, I would really appreciate it. Also, give yourself a shout out for all the people that you have helped quit smoking with the help of your videos. Uh, thank you, Grim Green, your crazy Canuck friend in Canada. Yes, Canadians love Canadians. Patrick and your wife, you are definitely shouted out. Did he say the name of his wife? He didn't say. He just said my wife came into the kitchen. My wife supported me. She calls them mini air fresheners. Okay, Patrick's wife. You are also shouted out. Patrick didn't give me all of the information that I needed, evidently, uh, but you are shouted out as well. Patrick and Patrick's wife, you are both shouted out. And of course, one of my most favorite things on earth, which is, you know, was in the first shouted as well, is a non-smoking, non-vaping, significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, life partner that is supportive of the other person's vaping hobby and uh, habit and is supportive of it and doesn't, you know, uh, those, you know, there's diacetyl, you're going to get popcorn long, that they're supportive of that. That's just, oh, that's just one of my favorite things. Last shout out. Let's do one last shout out here. Dearest Mr. Green, my name is Alec, a.k.a. Alec Rudeboy, a tattoo artist from Boston, living and working in Florida. I've been vaping five to six years for five to six years? That seems like an awfully broad range, Mr. Alec Rudeboy. I have been vaping for five to six years and I started with a Cardo Tank EVOD setup and I learned uh, that I learned about through your review you did. And now I'm doing super fancy vape capital builds and have an amazing collection. Vape capital. I religiously watch your reviews and vlogs. I trust your opinion and recommendations due to the fact that we have similar tastes and I have a simple shout out request. I met my girlfriend, Anna. Oh, so I'm gonna mispronounce your girlfriend's name, brother. Annalie, Annalie, A-N-E-L-L-E, Annalie. Okay, Annalie. I met my girlfriend Annalie literally as uh, as a walk into tattoo. Oh, okay, that's confusing. I read that really wrong. Walk in tattoo is a walk in tattoo. Literally as a walk in tattoo. We. L- We listened to good music and had a great conversation throughout the tattoo I did on her. During a five-minute break, I started to take toots from my mod, and she said, I used to vape, and 
said she had a Segeli 150 watt that her ex got her and took back when they split up. Oh man, she lost the mod in the breakup. That is, wow, that is rough. She then proceeded to go outside and smoke a cigarette. Before our first date, I went out like a dapper gentleman and got her a Snowwolf 200 watt and Twisted Messes RDA, two fresh 1860s, 650s and said, no matter what, I'll never take this back from you. That's awesome. That is so melty, warm, heartwarming shit that's going on right there. At first, uh, she would bust my balls and not vape it in front of me just to tease me, but now we're happily vaping together, and I'm so proud of her for dropping her smoking habit and no longer smelling like menthols. Ha ha. I love this girl, and I would really appreciate a shout-out in the upcoming vlog. It would mean the world to us and totally surprise here. Sorry for the long email. P.S. I've seen pics of the TAT1 through TAT4 on the dark web. Oh, and you and Raven Rapes were goddamn pioneers. That's right. That's right. We were. Me and Raven Rapes were goddamn pioneers. May you always have good juice and fresh batteries, face-melting metal, and new pigment in your skin. Absolutely. Alec, Rude Boy, and your girlfriend, Annalie, you are both shouted the F out. Absolutely. I'll come to tattoo. I'll come to Florida and get tattooed by you. How's that sound? Of course, he was just joking. Uh, me and uh, Raven Vapes is... Uh, well, that's a really long story. Just go check out Raven Vapes on YouTube and you'll kind of get an idea of what he's talking about there. So I think that's going to wrap it up right now for the shout outs. What I want to do now is play with my ears. What I want to do now after shout outs is do some first impressions. All right, so first impressions time. So the first thing I think I want to talk about is this Aeolus Light Atomizer, because I'm going to be moving it to another mod for the first impressions segment. Now, the Aeolus, so this is the Aeolus V2 Light. So what makes it light? What makes it the light? Well, it's light because it's only 40 bucks, over $42, pardon me. On the Synthetic Cloud website, the Aeolus Light is $42. That is Awesome, that's so much cheaper than their other atomizers used to be. The Aeolus V2 Pro, how expensive was that atomizer? Yeah, $80, $70, $75. This is a $42 version of the Aeolus, which I think is just fantastic. This Aeolus, I believe, to be the best version of the Aeolus so far. It's aluminum, so it's much lighter. It's anodized aluminum. It's got this zombie green color on here. It's got that same sort of top-down airflow, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it seems to be working really, really well in the Aeolus. I'm just trying to get some of this juice out of here because I know I flooded the balls out of it. Ah, juice. I like it. I like juice in my mouth. Don't you? Okay, I think I got some of that juice out of there, at least enough to take off the top cap. Nope, oh God, oh God, just barely, just barely. So here's why I like the Aeolus Light, is it has the deck of the V2. It's got a nice square, non-spinning center post, big, big holes for your leads to go through, but it ditches the reverse threaded cap, which is stupid. That was a stupid move that is stupid. I hate that on that atomizer. It, it brings back O-rings nice o-rings these are good o-rings look at that i can hold my mod by the atomizer with the o-rings and the only reason i care about that is because 10 times out of 10 if my mods in my pocket the first thing i grab for is the atomizer just to like you know pop it out of your pocket nice nice strong o-rings four post design on the deck this is a what is this 
22 gauge 7 wrap on there, I think. 24 gauge 7 wrap. Now, it does come with its own matchy-matchy drip tip, but since I was rocking this on a black mod, I wanted to put a black drip tip on the top. The flavor on the Aeolus is basically just through the roof. The performance is really nice, but that's not why you're buying this. It's much more of a flavor atomizer. 42 freaking dollars. 42 dollars. Nice little performer, but really, really good flavor. Now, the reason I don't really enjoy that top-down airflow is I like airflow going directly at my coils. When I have airflow going directly at my coils, I can vape my wicks drier than if I have airflow not going at my coils. My air, my coils and my wick, they just seem to sit there and always be wet. Even when I feel like, ooh, that was a dry hit, I look... Mm, they're still wet. It's because the airflow isn't going down there. When you have airflow pummeling your coils, it keeps the temperature down and it'll allow the juice to wick up and not just burn right away. Like I feel like my coils and my wick are just sitting there in like their own filth, like in a bathtub. I've been able to vape them dry a little bit with this, but certainly not as much as if the airflow is hitting it directly. But for 42 bucks, holy crap, this is, uh, this is a great deal. This is, I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer to me. If you've ever wanted an Aeolus, you're getting the best of the Aeolus right here. You're getting like the V2 deck with nice O-rings on the bottom, nice top-down airflow, decently solid aluminum construction, good O-rings. The O-ring on the top is really, really nice and strong, and it does have an adjustable airflow. Let me turn the airflow down a little bit and see what that does. Let's turn it down to two holes. Two holes instead of three holes. Good. That's good. That's really nice. It's just a really, uh, really nice atomizer. I like the Aeolus V1. I didn't like the Aeolus V2, and I love so far the aeolus light they have it in zombie green and it comes in actually a bunch of different colors it's got like zombie green and white and tiffany blue royal blue purple stainless steel uh pink navy blue garnet which is red and then there's crimson red which is cool black would be sick i just like it. i want everything in black in fact i want this in white i want an aeolus light in white and i might buy i might just buy an aeolus in white Add it to my cart. I'm going to buy that after the vlog. I'm going to buy a white Aeolus for myself because I like this one so much. It's just pretty cool. But like with all my first impressions, I do need to spend a little bit more time with this. His problems could creep up later on. If I were reviewing this right now, I'd say it's awesome. Just go buy it. But you never know what might happen like a week from now because this, mm, it's aluminum. So it can bend easily and maybe your top cap won't fit on or, you know, there's a myriad of other problems that could happen in this. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, right now, really digging the Aeolus V2 Lite. I'm just calling it the Aeolus Lite from now on because that's what they call it. You can buy it from them, 42 bucks on the site. So the next first impression I have to talk about is a box from Asmodus. This is called the Bullseye, and it's not much to look at. It's uh, honestly just looks and feels like a Chinese box. It's got a squishy button on it. It's a fully mechanical 
dual parallel unregulated 18650 box and it's got this braided sort of uh why not wire but braided copper that's going up here from the bottom contacts it does feel really nice the door is nice and secure but you can kind of pop it off like that i literally from this point forward all my first impressions are literal first impressions these have arrived i haven't used them yet and i would like to uh i would like to use them so i'm gonna put my batteries in you know it's marked on here warning do not reverse polarity parallel batteries it's clearly marked positives up positives up no real battery rattle going on there, which is nice. I'm going to pop the door back on. This is just going to be horrific to look at. Not really. Look at that. Blue and green. It looks like, uh, you know, like the Seahawks colors. That's pretty freaking cool. I'm going to use this on here. In fact, I'm going to switch this back to the... Uh, I wish I had a blue drip tip. I don't have that exact color blue drip tip. Oh, I have this one. No, that's not. That's not blue enough. Stop trying to get ahead of yourself, Nick. Just use the Aeolus Atomizer. Look at that. Seahawks. That is a uh, Seahawks mod, kind of. Blue and green. I like it. Button, like I said, is squishy, and you have to press it into the body of the housing. It's not just like an external click. You physically press it into the housing of the body. But this is fully mechanical, so I'm expecting it to hit pretty well. Yes, that is hitting really nice. really really nice god that is hitting really really nice it's got a spring-loaded 510 on there this aeolus isn't quite sitting flush from a distance you can kind of see some light gaps between there additionally it's sitting very slightly crooked so hmm, hmm that's interesting it is sitting very slightly crooked you're not going to be able to see that but it is sitting uh just very slightly crooked it's cool, man. It feels good in the hand. I'm interested to see how long this holds up. Now, it's they say it's fully mechanical. Uh, it could be fully mechanical. There's no MOSFET for the switch. So I'm interested to see how long exactly this switch lasts. Now, it's a wired switch. I mean, it's clearly wired in here. I'm not sure why it's fully mechanical. They're using wires those look like wires to me they're they're copper braided wires but they're still wires so i feel like there needs to be a mosfet on this switch or this switch is just going to die a slow and painful death hitting really nice and hard though now it's slightly beveled on both sides I'm not sure if that's going to show up on camera but it's beveled here and beveled here and then it's beveled here and beveled here and so it kind of feels a little bit more comfortable than just like a box like I was using, like that Cult Mods box, which is just a box and has sharp corners on it. This is very, very rounded, very, very smooth feeling. It's got a very, very nice like anodized finish on here. I think that looks cool. Does that remind anybody else of the Seahawks? The blue and the green? No. I'm not a sports guy, but I have friends that are Seahawks fans, and I see this, and I go, that kind of looks like Seahawks colors to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I don't know. Looks like Seahawks colors. Like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend way more time with this. Now that I've used it, I've popped its little virgin vapor cherry, and I'm going to uh, continue using this combo right here because it's pretty nice.
Now going over to the Asmodus site, that is $130, which, wow, $130, okay. It does come in black, it comes in black and blue. Black and blue, okay, well, I'm interested to see where they go with this. So it has what they call trademarked silver, silver, silver wiring. Screwed stainless steel 510 connection, uh, copper spring loaded 510 pin, magnetic sliding door cover, full copper plates, parallel dual 18650 battery, self-adjusting negative battery contact, pressure controlled firing button. What does it say? It has this silver braided wire which, which spines the backbone of the device from the 510 negative contact to the negative silver-plated copper spring located in the pin on the copper plate. This is weird, okay. The wire is essentially thousands of silver-plated copper threads, which are then constructed into a thick braid, copper being the most conductive metal, and silver for its high corrosion resistance and improved thermal resistance. This new technology offers maximum conductivity and extremely low calculated 0.2 voltage loss with a 0.5 ohm atomizer from the firing of the pressure controlled button. Okay, well there you go. It doesn't have any sort of ohm limits on it. It definitely does not have a MOSFET. What I'm gonna do is build something stupid low and uh, throw it on here and see how long this uh, see how long this switch lasts. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I got another one here from Asmodus as well that I have not even touched or fired up yet and it's actually cheaper than the bullseye this is a helve helvy helve the asmodus helve 120 watt variable wattage mod now right now it's on pre-order and this is the prototype version of it it's got a mirrored display which that's the first thing i'm going to say asmodus get rid of that mirrored display please Let's get some batteries in here. Now it's a grip style device and it's really wide. Do you see how wide this is? It's wider in the middle than it is at the top and the bottom. And even with my average man size hands, it's a bit of a, you know, to hold. It's a bit weird. It's it's a bit weird. It feels too ergonomic, if that makes any sense. It's got a slightly clicky little fire button right here. You press the little button and you can pop the bottom open and it's series and it's pretty clearly labeled. Your positive goes there, your negative goes there. Close it. Ooh, Asmodus fires right up. One, two, three, four, five. I'm assuming that's how you turn it on. One, two, three, four, five, and it fires on. Uh, so mine has a negative display. Like the numbers are in black and the rest of it is in is in is in the you know the blue color so it says it does 120 watts yep 120 watts his story checks out so let me put something on here let me put this tank on here i'm gonna put this ceramicus tank on here now the 510 is back if you're looking at the device and you're holding it like this the 510 is going to be on this side rather than the front of it by your trigger and to me that just looks weird. I wish it was centered. That looks weird. Does that look weird to anybody else? All right. So let's uh, 
Sure. Let's leave it at 87 watts. This is with the Ceramicus tank, and I'm just going to squeeze the trigger like, you know, like it was pew, 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 like a blaster. Feel like it's giving me 80 watts? That 510 is in such a weird location to me. It's in such a weird location. I wonder if there's a menu on here. Heh, it's working. You know what? I wish it was a little narrower through the middle. It's This is for someone with larger hands than my hands are large. It's a bit of a struggle, honestly, to hold, and it's not that comfortable. It's really ergonomic. I just wish it was narrower through the middle. It needs to be narrower through the middle, guys. I want to see if there's a menu on here as well. Okay, yeah, five clicks. Power, jewel, brightness, exchange... Oh, that's how you change it. That's how you change it. Exchange. Okay, I'm going to change it back and exit. Okay. Uh, it's the GX120 chip. One, two, three, four, five. I turned it off. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so system, power, temp. Okay, so it does temp control. Power, brightness. I'm going to turn the brightness to 5. Exit. All right, so we're back to a normal-looking display, 87 watts. The mirror actually doesn't really bother me right now. Like, I can see it, even though that's really dim. That's strange. The mirroredness doesn't even really come across right now. Anyway, 510's in a weird place. It's a little bit wide throughout, but it's mostly comfortable to hold. If I hold it... I don't know. I can't figure out a good way to hold this. It's a little girthy. It's a little bit girthy through the middle. You kind of see this curve right here. It's like girthier in the middle than it is at the top and the bottom. I wish that these were just down, like just smooth. It feels awkward. It feels really awkward to hold. But they do have a pretty cool picture of a digital camo one on there that does look pretty nice. Now, the price on this, like I said, is cheaper than the Bullseye. This is only $109, which is not, not really bad. 120 watts, requires two 18650s. This item is still in prototype stage and specifications are being determined. Updates will be posted. Asmodus, if you're listening, just make it a little bit narrower through the middle. I'm giving you free consulting advice right here. Just make it narrower through the middle because as an average guy with average sized guy hands, it feels a little bit bulky to hold. But seems to be performing well. I can get used to this display and I guess I can get used to where that 510 is. It just looks a little bit weird on there. So, like with all my first impressions, I do need to spend a lot more time with this, kind of get used to it before I feel comfortable talking about it in a full, full, full review. Um, last thing I have to talk about for first impressions is this little guy right here. Now, this came from Segeli. Let me get a battery real fast. So, this is called the Segeli Mini Book, which, what? <laughs> What? It's called the Segeli Mini Book, and it has a hinged door on it. You see this little hinged door right there? You just and open it up. Oh, it opens like a book. Maybe that's why it's called a mini book. 
Got a little hinge, the hinge runs down the spine of the device. You open it like this, there's a ribbon on the inside, clearly marked, positive, negative, so positive goes up. What? Positive goes, okay. Why can't I get this battery in here? Okay, the top is spring-loaded, so top goes in first. Oh, wow, that was more of a struggle than it needed to be. So I'm assuming one, two, three, four, five, turns it on, Segeli, and it's got a mirrored display on it. Now this has the classic Segeli. Okay, so it does a maximum of 40 watts. Really? Yeah, maximum of 40 watts. Wow, what a bummer. Does do temp control. Uh, one, two, three, no. This is a hold the up and down. Yeah. So that's how you adjust the temperature. Can you turn the temperature off on this, Sigeli? I would like to know that. Okay, so you can't turn the temperature off. And it only does Celsius, apparently. It doesn't switch over to Fahrenheit like the other Sigeli devices. Oh, no, it did. I saw it flash to Fahrenheit. Okay, now it's on Fahrenheit. I don't know how I got there, though. All right, uh, this tank that I'm going to put on here, I don't think is going to work at all at 40 watts. Um, this is the Griffin tank, which uh, I'm going to be doing a side-by-side -side very soon of the Griffin versus the Aromamizer, because they're both very, very similar-styled RTDAs, and they have both have velocity-style decks. Um, I'm going to be comparing them. All right, let's try this at 40 watts. It's a 0.2 ohm uh, build. This is a dual-fuse Clapton in here, actually. Forty watts. Forty watts isn't bad. It's just a much, much cooler vape. Takes a little bit to get those uh, Claptons going, especially at forty watts. So, it does a maximum of forty watts. It does temp control. It's a single eighteen six fifty from Sigeli called the Mini Book. If I'm over here on the Element Vape site, their Mini Book comes with a tank. My mini book did not come with a tank. I just got the mini book. I guess you're supposed to really be using this for temp control. Um, 40 watts uh, in 2015 is not a whole lot of wattage. And uh, obviously with a single 18650, that's, yeah, that's about what you're going to get. I would have liked to have seen this do at least 70, maybe 75 watts. I feel like that would have been a good a good number to go for there, Sigeli, but uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? It is what it is, and it's 40 watts. Sigeli does have the single 18650TC mod that does 75 watts. I don't know why they didn't just do 75 watts on this. I think it's odd that they chose 40 watts for the Sigeli mini book. Finally, we get some good vapor out of it. But yeah, there you go. It's the mini book. I'm going to obviously spend some more time with this. Might have to build up some high-resistance titanium coils just to take advantage of that temp control. It's a weird little device, and there's not much room to grow since it maxes out at 40 watts, but it does have a nice door. I just like opening the door, closing the door. Opening the door, closing the door. It's just a nice little hinged door on there. I don't really see this popping open. It's not loose or rattly or wiggly in any way. Not even the buttons rattle or anything like that. Eh, eh. It is what it is. It's the Segeli Mini Book, which is such a weird name for a device. But yeah, 
That's my last of the first impressions. Like all my first impressions, I am going to need to spend way, way, way more time with them. But uh, what I want to do now is, uh, before we announce the winner, I do want to do a quick retro vaping. So what I have to retro vape tonight is this little guy right here. I went through all my vape stuff and I'm like, is that the Smoke Tech Octopus Rebuildable Atomizer? And yes, this is the Smoke Tech Octopus Rebuildable Atomizer. Now, I'm going to link down in the description below to my original Smoke Tech Octopus Rebuildable Atomizer video that was uploaded in July of 2013. So Amir what two and a half years ago we have come such a long way from this now i would like to take a picture of this deck in fact i'm going to do that right now i'm going to take a picture of this deck and i'm going to show it to you but it is just the weirdest little deck it's like it's a two post deck with one center post and one negative post and the post holes are the tiniest little post holes that I have ever seen in my entire life. Additionally, the airflow, so this is a modified version of it. The airflow used to come in through the side, through this tiny little pinhole that you'll never be able to see. Even looking at it right now, I can barely see it. It's a tiny little pinhole. Came in through the side and up, kind of like, oh, there's a lot of atomizers that do that now. It went in and up. And so what I did is I got the brilliant idea to drill a hole into this. It's just an aluminum top cap. So it's really easy to drill a hole into. And I drew a slightly larger hole. I drilled a slightly larger hole into the top cap right there. And you can still mouth to lung it. And yeah, it's way too stiff for a lung hit, but you can mouth to lung it. Now, I don't have any wire that is small enough to fit through there. So what I'm gonna try to do, what I'm gonna try to do is bring this smoke tech octopus into uh, the 21st century and I'm gonna use some 28 gauge because that's the highest gauge everything, anything that I have. I'm gonna use some 28 gauge nickel, build a nickel coil on here and use it on my uh, Relo with the RX chip in it, and uh, one, two, three, let's get it over to nickel mode. Yeah, all right, here we go in the nickel mode. So I'm just going to use my coil master kit right now, and I'm gonna throw a quick, uh, I'm gonna throw a quick 28 gauge single coil nickel build on here. What diameter should I put on there? It's gotta be small. I'm gonna have to do like a two millimeter. Ooh, I'm gonna have to do like a two millimeter on there. Yeah, that'll work. Two millimeter, two millimeter will work. So I'm gonna do my best to make these like, uh, you know, contacty looking coils. How many wraps? For a single coil, how many wraps? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, this nickel is so soft, it's just over, it's just doubling over on itself. Okay, 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 fine. So I started using the coil master kit and it started building like a stovetop coil. It just started doubling over on itself. All right, all right, let's start over. Let's start from scratch and not use the coil master. <laughs> okay, so I'm still gonna use this coil master, just not the twisty aroundy portion. I'm gonna use this to hold, 
hold this wire in place. So I'm going to do one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Six wrap, nickel. I'm going to space these out a little bit. Six wraps of 28 gauge nickel. I'm hoping that this wire is thin enough to actually fit through the holes on these posts because, oh man, they are tiny. God, I hate building with nickel. I just hate it. I hate building with nickel. Well, would you look at that? There's a little itty bitty coil in there. Now this Smoke Tech uh, Octopus does not have any uh, flathead or Phillips screws in the top, so you have to use pliers to tighten the to tighten the screws down. So that's what I'm going to do. Hopefully, without clipping these leads, I'm just going to feel and see when the resistance gets to where it needs to be because I don't want to clip these leads. That actually feels pretty good. I feel like that's snug in there. They're nice and spaced out. Mm, still wiggle them a little bit. God, I need to tighten them down just a hair. All right, let's clip these leads and let's get a resistance reading here on the RX. .08, single coil, single coil. That's all I can fit in there. That's all I can fit in there, .08, sorry. That's all I can fit in there. I can't fit any more wraps in there. It's literally, the coils are spanning the distance between those two leads. And it's 28 gauge, so I thought it would be higher, but I guess not. But it's reading at .08. Uh, let me get some cotton in here real fast. Now, I don't think there has ever been cotton in this RDA. I think the first time I built it, I used silica because that's what we were using in 2013 was silica. Now, I'm going to trim these, tuck them around, fold them under see how that goes and I do have a really interesting juice actually that I'm gonna put in this and I apologize for talking and looking down I'll try to do this talking and looking up so this one is definitely gonna get tucked underneath looking good Nick looking good this one's gonna get tucked around and then what I'm gonna do I'm just gonna juice up the coil so I have this juice and it's from a company called black note and all they do is specialize in tobacco flavors which now in 2015 aren't super popular this one kind of smells like socks or something like that tobacco vapes always vape differently than they smell and so I figured with a nice little mouth to lung here I'm gonna uh, try some old school tobacco flavored juices. I'm actually really excited to try the rest of their line. Uh, they all, it's like eight different strictly tobacco flavors, like strictly for people who are just looking for a tobacco flavor and that's it. Oh, did you see that little wisp of vapor happen? No matter what happens, we will vape this. All right, so I'm gonna put this cap on there. I'm gonna line it up. 0.08, I have it at 145 degrees. Uh, it's set to 200 watts on the RX200, but I think it defaults to 200 watts on the RX200. Let me see. Yeah, it defaults to 200 watts. One, two, three, 140 degrees Celsius. Nickel 200, let's get a drip tip on here. All right, here we go. Smoke Tech Octopus here in 2015. I got some three milligram black note 
Adagio juice, naturally extracted tobacco flavors. Interesting. Let's give it a shot. Terrible. That is just a terrible vape. Okay, I'm going to turn the temperature up. Not to 265 Celsius, more like 200 Celsius. Okay, I'm going to make sure that the coils are wet. That was a lot more vapor. I just, I start, whenever I have nickel, I always start with the temperature really, really low. And then I kind of work my way up, just because that's how I feel more comfortable doing it. Let's try again. Now we're up to 200 degrees. 200 degrees Celsius. Yes! Wow, that tobacco juice is actually really good. That is the most vapor that this Smoke Tech Octopus has ever, ever produced. Now, I don't know if these are still for sale anywhere. It is actually a pretty nice mouth to lung if you drill a hole in it. If you're using the stock airflow, it's awful. It's the worst airflow I think I've ever used. But if you just drill a little like 1.5 millimeter hole right there, like right on the side, line it up with your coils, you can do nice mouth to lungs. I, can't, I literally cannot believe this is working this well. <laughs> I literally cannot believe it. Look at that, look at that, look at that explosion of vapor that happens. Just from, a, uh, you know, a goddamn six wrap or whatever, seven wrap, eight wrap, whatever I did of nickel on there. 0.08, 200 degrees Celsius, 200 watts, RX 200, that's right. My vapor store still sells it. Not $5.99. My vapor store still sells it. You can go to myvaporstore.com right now and buy a Smoke Tech octopus rebuildable atomizer you can own one you can own one you can drill your own hole and have some mouth to lung hits wow wow i am amazed by this right now i am just straight up amazed by this right now this tobacco juice is really nice man it really brings me back i don't know how long People have been watching my videos, but I used to be a really big tobacco flavor guy. I used to DIY my own tobacco flavors. I loved tobacco flavors, and then your tastes kind of change, you know what I mean? You go, oh, now I want cereal or yogurt or, you know, whatever the fuck people are doing next. Um, and so I kind of never really revisited tobacco flavors, and this black note is taking me back in time to a video I shot in my old 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 place in in the kitchen and i whipped up some diy tobacco juice i'm going to try to find that video as well and link it in the description but i remember i just used to love love tobacco juices and this has that like wow that is so crazy this is really fucking good juice Definitely. Sorry, I don't mean to just keep vaping. I'm just kind of so amazed right now that this is actually working so good. Let's just, let's do the dubstep vaping thing.
vape the cotton completely dry. I am just amazed. I am straight up amazed right now at how well this is working. It was really, really weird to build and you're not going to get this experience unless you drill that hole in the top little portion of this with a 1.5 millimeter little drill bit. It's super easy to drill through mouth to lung with a tobacco juice all day. It's just great. With nickel, nonetheless. I'm enjoying a nickel temp control vaping experience right now. What is wrong with the world? So yeah, occasionally retro vaping will surprise me. In this case, it has surprised the ever-living F out of me. And uh, I'm going to keep this around. <laughs> I'm going to keep vaping this. In fact, I am kind of having a love affair with that Black Note tobacco juice. I'm going to link in the description to where you can check it out if you're interested in the tobacco flavor. I am dying to get that into a dripper to really kind of get that full flavor out of it. Wow. 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 Okay. So we're done with retro vaping. We're done with retro vaping. Let's do some contest giveaway winners. All right. So as many of you may or may not know, I just had a contest and I gave away a BB-8 uh, custom mod stand. Mine is still sitting right there. Can you see it right there? No. BB-8 still chilling right there. Now, the contest was you had to email me something vaping and Star Wars related. And so there was a whole bunch of entries, not as many as I, honestly not as many as I thought there were gonna be. It went over two weeks and I don't even remember how many entries were there. I just remember thinking, wow, I'm surprised not more people didn't enter this, but that's good. You know what? When less people enter, you have a higher chance of winning. But I've already picked a winner, but what I wanted to do is go through some of the honorable mentions here. First, Sean. Sean emailed me and he said, just Yoda having an evening vape in his computer chair. And it's like a Yoda doll holding some milkman juice with a Rillo and what looks like a Bellis tank on there? Not really sure. Sure. Yoda enjoying a vape. <laughs> Thank you, Sean, for sending that over. Uh, Alan sent this one that I thought was pretty effing hilarious. It's a first order trooper kind of holding him at gunpoint while he exhales some some vapor. Alan, thank you for sending that over. Anthony sent one over, which uh, the title of it was Warshack Jelly. <laughs> Ewok, Yoda, I suck at editing. I didn't edit the smoke beside, beside uh, used a mirror image. I don't know. Just enjoy the pic. And it's him uh, doing a jellyfish in front of what looks like Star Wars Battlefront footage. Like there's an AT-AT walker, a Star Destroyer, some X-Wings flying around, and him doing a, a jellyfish in front of it. Anthony, thank you. Anthony, thank you for sending that my way. Brandon. Brandon sent in probably... The creepiest picture that anybody has really ever sent me ever. And it's three, what appears to be, three female Wookiees. One's purple, one's pink, and one's like pastel blue. And it says, when all Wookiees vape is fruity cereal flavors. <laughs> and it's like, it's oddly arousing, like good God, I hope this doesn't, uh, Brandon, I hope this doesn't give me some sort of like purple female Wookiee kink because that would just be too much to handle right now in my life. But Brandon, yeah, thank you for sending that over. Joshua, 
Joshua writes and says, thanks so much for having the kick-ass giveaway. As always, we dedicate our Monday to your double features and Thursdays for the vlogs. It has become a weekly ritual. Short follow-up from my previous email and Facebook message. Both of us are still vaping, not smoking, enjoying vaping, uh, not only as to uh, an alternative tobacco, but also as a hobby and expanding our palettes and devices often. Thank you for your videos. Uh, thank you very much, Katie and Josh. And they even put in his wife, Katie's, uh, she has a rebel tattoo on her ankle. It says, thanks for the opportunity to win an awesome mod stand, Nick, Katie and Josh. And they just basically threw out like every Star Wars thing they had along with every vape thing that they have. And I thought that was just, you know, ah, I really like that. Couples that vape. That just makes me happy. And then so this guy, John, sent in a picture as well. Uh, he says, it's rather silly. And basically what he did is he printed off Darth Vader's head and Luke Skywalker's head and lightsabers and put them on two tanks. So there's a light tank, a light side tank, and a dark side tank. And that's just, I thought that was, I thought that was just hilarious. So there's a couple more honorable mentions here before we get to the, uh, before we get to the to the winner to the winner uh, a couple people sent me just memes uh, otherwise that i have are you know that i've seen but are still funny um there's one of this is pointing out the inconsistencies between the prequels and then the original holy trilogy it's luke say luke holding a lightsaber it says this was your father's lightsaber he murdered 30 children with it and i also may or may not have dismembered him before i grabbed it <laughs> There was lava. He was yelling. I cried. It was a bad few days. Yeah. Yeah, that happened in the prequels. You can't unsee that. Uh, Jordan wrote in, uh, Jordan drew Jar Jar Binks. I specifically asked for no Star Wars Episode 1, 2, or 3 stuff, but he actually did a pretty kick-ass drawing of uh, Jar Jar, and it says, Misa need clouds, bro. <laughs> Okay, it made me chuckle. You're not, you're still not winning, uh, Jordan. But uh, what are you gonna do? John sent his in his entry. It says uh, light side or the dark side, and it was an interesting take because he did coils, and one side of the coils is light, one side of the coils is dark, dark side, light side, yin yang, all that kind of stuff happening in the Star Wars universe. I just, you know, I thought that was really creative, Alex. Alex sent in a video that he uploaded on YouTube like two years ago, and I'll just show you the video because it's really, really funny. So, die Wicklung ist gemacht. Uh, jetzt gucken wir gerade noch auf die Und. Ah! So yeah, that's Alex Vamo's mod uh, turning into a lightsaber, and that is funny. That is, uh, I thought that was really, really funny. Woody, Woody sent in a bunch of pictures. Um, one of the ones that I really, really liked was the subohm droids. It's like R two D two. If R two D two was a tank. <laughs> I just think that's so cool. I thought that was so cool, but unfortunately, that one didn't win. Jeremy also sent in his. Um, he sent me a picture of his office, and let me tell you, Jeremy, your office is pretty badass. He's got a ton of kick-ass Star Wars stuff in there. He's got 
posters and uh, heads like uh, busts of all the troopers and the Millennium Falcon and the TIE Fighter. It would look good in your office. Unfortunately, you didn't win. Additionally, uh, he sent in very, very matchy-matchy stuff. Like, he has the clone trooper matchy-matchy with a hexome that's red. And he's got the black uh, stormtrooper, the shadow trooper with a black mod. And he's got the green clone trooper with a green mod. And it's all very cool and matchy-matchy. Unfortunately, Jeremy didn't win. But, honorable mention. Sure, that's good. Uh, another one that I thought was really good is this guy didn't even give me his name, but he goes by 2-Bit Hack, and he turned a Namber Juice Epiclouds bottle, a bottle of Epiclouds Donut Pounder, into R2-D2. Like, it just sprouted droid legs, and that is hilarious. Also, for some reason, Mystery Man, I don't know why you have naked Ken and Barbie dolls with stormtrooper helmets on in the background, uh, I am uh, only slightly creeped out by that. I got a couple more to go here. Simon, Simon sent me a very very cool green wallpaper with two mods with the imperial symbols, stormtrooper helmet with the grim army, and it just says clouds, bro. And that's cool. Uh, I'm going to be using that as my wallpaper on my desktop. Thank you, Simon, for sending that in. Another one from... What was this guy's name? Lucas! Lucas sent this in, and uh, it's my vlog in the background, and then a stormtrooper taking a big old hit on the iStick 100 watt that's clearly far too big for his body. I just thought that was... Uh, I just thought that was... I just thought that was really funny, too, and I don't know why I repeat myself like that. Uh, last one, bef no, ooh, there's a couple more. Sorry, we're keeping going. A couple more before we get to the winner. Uh, someone photoshopped uh, Dimitri's face over Princess Leia, and then someone, and then they photoshopped Phil's face over Han Solo and did the classic, I love you, I know scene. And that's, uh, that's just creepy. So Michael sent in a video of him in what I believe to be his shop, vaping out of the top of a Stormtrooper figure. He has a Stormtrooper one, and it's a First Order Trooper. There's a button on the back, and then he has a Darth Vader one as well with a button on his back. And it's just gigantic mods. There's another Darth Vader one. They're just gigantic mods that were made from Stormtrooper and, you know, Star Wars figures. So I thought that was pretty cool. Thank you, Michael, for sending that in. I uh, got Landon. Uh, Landon wrote in, and it, actually two people sent me this same picture, which is fishy, right? Landon and Sarah both sent me this picture of a fella using the dark side, uh, you know, electrical bolts out of his hands, and he's levitating a mod and then a bottle of dynamite e-liquid. <laughs> it says Star Wars in the back. What's funny is I saw that picture on Instagram shortly after he sent it to me, so I think he's double dipping there with his... Uh, with his Photoshop abilities. Anyway, so the winner, the winner was a guy named Kenny. And Kenny is a tattoo artist here in San Diego. And I thought, what a better way than shipping it to him. If he's here in San Diego, I'm just going to go to his tattoo shop and I'm going to hand deliver this BB-8 stand. All right, here we go. We're going to go over to uh, North Park 
tattoo parlor that I'm not 100% sure where it is, but uh, that's where we're going to deliver the BB-8 that is in a lot of... Uh, it's in a lot of plastic wrap right now. All good. No worries. No worries. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get there in one piece. Traffic, man. Traffic is just the worst. And there are people camping out for Star Wars right now. North Park Theater. They're all camping out for Star Wars. Not sure if you can see that, but yeah, it's a thing. Star Wars fans, dude. Kenny, what's up? This is the winner? That's the winning? That's so boss. <laughs> I had no choice when I saw it, even though there was like, you know, 50 other entries afterwards. I was like, nope. That's, uh, that's the winner. That's cool. Cool shop. So this is where you work? You tattoo yeah. here? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Waiting well, that should be here. I have it. yeah, it's all wrapped up. I was going to throw it in a box and ship it, but, uh, Thankfully, I don't have to do that. Awesome, dude. Yeah, it's cool, too. It's a cool fucking stuff. Oh, yeah, I saw the one on your blog. Yeah, open dude, it's badass. Open it! Yeah, you did a good it. job wrapping it. I don't want to mess that up. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, please don't mess up my wrapping job. That would be horrible. No, no, I do uh, videos on YouTube. Oh, okay. And your boy here, he won a giveaway. Yeah, I did. And so I'm, uh, the I'm delivering the present. <laughs> me, I'm I'm delivering the present. He's a hater? That's okay. <laughs> Say hi, haters. Please, Say hi, haters. Yeah! Super red. Oh, that is cool, so man. badass. That's so badass. Like, so I only badass. Had, like, two mods, though. I gotta start a collection now. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you need to fill that up. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Oh, and you got the noisy cricket. Dude, yeah. It's awesome. fucking love that thing. Did you make this yourself? No, no. There's a company named uh, J-Raps. And they do a bunch of stands. I have a giant stormtrooper head at home. It's gigantic. It's like a car tire size. It's oh, so big. That's awesome, dude. Oh, yeah, there is. Look at that. Ah, oh, fuck. I need to film that. Can I film that? Is that cool? Oh, that's so fucking cool. An old flyer from Masters when they did a partial for Star Wars. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool shit. Plus King Diamond. Dude, thank you. You don't have to do that, but that's awesome. I'm going to put this on my wall. Frame's kind of shitty, but... No, it's a cool one. Dude. Yeah. The frame. Look at that. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, keep doing your thing. I'm going to go get some Taco Bell. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, man. Cool, dude. All right. Thanks, you guys. Awesome. Yeah, Kenny. Super nice dude over there at... Uh, North Park Tattoo. I'm gonna go get tattooed uh, maybe uh, sometime. I would love to, but uh, he uh, he's, he's a super nice dude, super talented artist, and uh, he won the BB-8, and he's stoked on it, and that makes me stoked. Back to the vlog. Boom, there it is. That's amazing. Kenny, this is freaking amazing. You deserve the BB-8 stand. I didn't honestly think you were gonna give it to me. I think this feel like this should be hanging in your shop, but regardless, it's very, very cool. I hope you really enjoy the stand. I think I'm gonna put it back there where my Guinness thing is. I think I'm gonna put it 
back there uh, maybe after Christmas time just so I don't have to, you know, rearrange my lights or anything like that. That would be ridiculous. But yeah, boo, pardon me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kenny. I'm going to wrap this vlog up. Let's get to my last segment already. So surprisingly, there weren't uh, very many captionable comments this week, uh, which, you know, happens from time to time. More trolls, less trolls. I don't know. People telling me that they're unsubbing to me because I miscalculated watt hours. God, what a, that is a hell worthy trespass, man. You're right. You know what? You should have unsubscribed to me for that. I would have. If anybody I ever watch ever makes a mistake, that's it. I drop my support for them completely and utterly uh, without without, uh, without even thinking twice. So this guy, Joe Corleone68, he wrote in on the uh, the video that we did a long time ago about the future of vaping with the blue e-cig. And I don't think he quite got it. The point of that video was to motivate people to say, if we don't take action, if we don't do something to protect vaping, this is what we'll end up with. Big tobacco e-cigs, and they're really, really bad. And I don't quite think he got it. He wrote to me, all in caps, Hey, dumbass, it's all good. Vaping comes in all sizes and shapes. So before casting aspirations... Get a fucking clue, hipster boy. You just want your fucking toys. By the way, shithead, if the FDA fucks it all up, it all goes away. Even e-cigs. Fuckhead. Your asshole sucks. <laughs> oh, if nothing else, Joey, thank you for one of the best insults that I've ever seen your asshole sucks. I'm using that. I am stealing that from you, Joey. Your asshole sucks. Anybody in the future that is trolling on my video and says, I unsubscribed because you said 8 watts instead of 8 volts, then I'm gonna say your asshole sucks. That's it. That's my only response to everybody now. Your asshole sucks. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching the vlog. As a quick update, next week I will have normal videos, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. On Thursday night, uh, Thursday, that's Christmas Eve the 24th, that's going to be my last vlog of the year. That's going to be my top five favorite everything vlog. I'm going to cover regulated mods, unregulated mods, uh, drippers, Tanks, uh, juices, accessories, events, people, everything. I'm going to cover everything, my top five favorite everything of 2015. This is a big undertaking, and I know people are like, ugh, first world problems. This has actually been a lot of work to organizing, organize this video. I've been organizing it for a couple of weeks now, and I think I'm going to continue to work on it up until the moment that I shoot it. So, Next week's vlog on the 24th on Christmas Eve will be my top five favorite everythings video. It's not, it's throwing the vlog, you know, schedule completely out of the window. There's going to be no shout outs, no beer, no first impressions, no retro vaping, no nothing. It's going to be my top five favorite everythings of the year. So I'm really looking forward to that. So next week, video schedule is normal, 21st, uh, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, ending on the 24th with the vlog. That is going to be my last video 
of the year. I'm going to take some time between the 24th of the Decem of December roughly through the 9th of January uh, for some personal time. I'm going to get away from YouTube for a bit. I am going to get away from social media for a little bit. We're going to go out of town uh, and it's going to be great. So that's going to be my last video of the year on the 24th, Christmas Eve. Come join me for my top five favorite everything. But that's what I got. I think I covered everything I want to. Uh, I'm going to clean up. I'm going to make some burritos because tonight is burrito night. And uh, that's what I got. A lot of cool stuff, as always, coming up in the very near future. A lot of box mods, mech mods, RDAs, and tanks because that's what vaping is. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And as always, I'm going to vape my Seahawks vape. Let's keep on vaping. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, I've been wanting to make this video for quite a while. It, uh, it's basically my new exercise routine that I've been working on for as long as I've been bored. Yes, I live in Kansas and I don't have many friends here that aren't middle-aged Chinese people so I like to uh, use my time to figure out ways to use my time and uh, <laughs> one of those ways is called silent jumping. It's a new exercise routine that I accidentally stumbled upon and it's probably one of the best ideas I've ever had. It uh, consists of me jumping as high as I can and landing with no noise at all. Um, you'll notice that I live on the third floor of my apartment building and my neighbors have no idea that I'm even exercising. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's basically ninja-like and um, also, wait, I'll get into the different techniques as I do it, but uh, yeah, just enjoy yourself for one second. Yes. Get a good view of my floor. So, you'll notice that I jump really high and land without a noise. Did you hear a noise? Didn't think so. You know why? Because I'm silent jumping. Yes. Now, how much do I weigh? That might be what you're asking me. Oh, that guy's just really light. He must be just really like uh, 100 pounds or something. No, I'm 200 pounds. 190. 185, fine. But check it out. One more time. Okay, more than one more time because this is what I do. This is my normal exercise routine. I do this 10 times in the morning. I know! It's awesome! I'm like a ninja. I'm so loud on my feet, but check this out. I know, and uh, there's a lot of different points about this exercise video that I wanted to tell you about, but honestly, I don't really remember. And I'm really tired. You'll notice I'm out of breath because it's a good workout. So I suggest that all of you find a way to have a job where you can do this kind of thing all day. It's fun. Ding! <laughs>